Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth This is Maya Tiwari. On this day and festival of light, when in the Vedic tradition we celebrate the universe of light through Dipawali, where every Hindu home is lit and every heart is sent love, light, the illumination of humanity's awareness, let me take this time to introduce you to the Supreme Goddess, her inimitable and immutable ways that help us women to better reclaim our full status of the Shakti. Lalita Mahatripura Sundari is no ordinary goddess. She is the creator of the three universes. Her name actually means she who transcends her three worlds with beauty, compassion, and the ability to sovereign this incredible universe. We are all the living emanations of this Divine Mother. And to understand her infinite depth of intelligence and awareness and beauty, I would like to explore her cosmic symbologies as set out by the great Vedic seers and avatars who understood that everything came Everything was manifested from this Supreme Goddess. In her description, may we women find our beauty again and understand the immutable and infinite realm of it. She's described in the Vedas as having been armed with four essential weapons for love, peace, and also the destruction of evil. They're described as the Ikshu Dhanus, which is a bow of sugarcane. In another hand, she holds five arrows. In one hand, she holds the noose and in yet another, a special hook called the the Ankusha. Now, in her configuration as the Lita Mahatripura Sundari, she's shown with four arms. But depending on her emanations in the various phases of the moon, which are called Nityas, she sprouts other arms as well. Her beauty is full and complete in all aspects. She's often pictured as a 16-year-old, as the 16th phase of her moon. Sudashika Rupa, 
is the description she is given in that phase. This description has two meanings. One is that she always appears as one who is 16 year old, youthful, beautiful, never aging, immortal. And the other is that she resides in the 16th phase or the 16th nitya of her own moon. She's the form of all of these nityas and she emanates 15 nitya devis represented by various devis of her form that comes from her bosom, her heart, her womb. Each of the nitya has a certain number of arms. The totality of arms indeed reflect the number of rays brilliant lunar rays and the entire circle of her 15 notches or nityas in the waning in the waxing sorry from new moon to full moon in the waxing semicircle of her lunar movement the rays emanated from the 15 nityas equal 108 Maha Tripura Sundari is also the creator of the Kala Chakra, meaning time. And any unit of time taken as a microcosm, parallel, other valid units, each of the 15 nityas thus has 1,440 breaths. But we'll get to that in another episode. The identity between space and time, Mahatripura Sundari, and the individual human person is elaborated at great length in the Tantra Raja Tantra, which is part of the Sri Vidya, the Shakti tradition the Shakta, Sri Vidya Shakta tradition. The Nityas also are called Akshara Devi because they symbolize the vowels of the Sanskrit alphabet and are identical with time and space as well. But we will get back to the physics of it all later. For now, I wanted to speak to women about the direct emanation that comes from the womb of the great Supreme Goddess Mother so that we understand how infinitely beautiful we are. I will give you a description, brief description, as it is set out in, in the Tantra texts. That she is holding the arrows Five arrows symbolize the five elements. These five subtle elements of her arrows represent taste and form and sound, touch and smell. The five arrows are also often portrayed as flowers and specific flowers at that. 
and they're described as the flowers or the lotus flowers that represent the universal cosmic excitement or ecstasy or confusion or inspiration and of course destruction. The arrows are used in wars as she targets evildoers. Lalita directs the arrows of compassion, the same arrows that can be used to destroy all that run counter to the values of her universe. She turns those and transforms the arrows into compassion towards her devotees. Her main intention is to destroy any illusion of ignorance that we carry as women and men. She is often portrayed in a glowing red brilliance that engulfs her entire universe. All of the universe, Earth and the three other and the three worlds are created only after her own reflection or radiance. She bathed the universe in her rubied illumination. Her rose-like complexion is described at length. She empowers Shiva, whom she brings into creation to help her to rule this creation. It is said in the very first verse of this Sundara Lahari that he cannot even move an inch without Mahatripura Sundari's power behind him. Shiva becomes then capable of creating the universe only when united with the shaktified force of Mahatripura Sundari. From head to toe, she is described in great sonnets and great chants and mantras. Her crown is resplendent with the shining rays of Kuruvinda jewels. Kuruvinda is a rare type, the rarest type of ruby, which is deep red in color. And this particular type of ruby that she has brought into her own universe is said to enhance love, prosperity, and the devotion to godliness or to goddessness. These rubies adorn her crown and therefore she disperses and dispenses the boons of spirituality and prosperity. She also is swathed in kasturi, a fragrant paste made of sandalwood that is compared only to the luminosity of her moon. 
Her forehead appears like the moon on her eighth day of waxing cycle. The eighth day from the new moon is called Ashtami. The eighth day from the full moon is also called Ashtami, wherein she appears in the moon beautiful with defined curves on both sides of the moon on that eighth night. Her hair is adorned in flowers with the fragrance of incredible flowers, the celestial flowers. Her skin, her hair are sweet smelling. In the Sundarya Lahari, which Adi Shankara, the great Vedantic sage, had composed, she is said to have her hair naturally moist and soft. The wet and soft nature of her hair drives away our ignorance in humanity. It indicates her compassion and her gentleness as the Mother Supreme of our universe. Her eyes often appear like fishes moving in a pond. Twarita swiftness. Her face is compared to the pond and her eyes to the fishes. They move quickly, it is said, because she has to shower her grace on the entire universe and therefore her glance is rapid. Her glance takes in the entirety of the universe she has created and can set upon each one of her devotees which are trillions of devotees in her universe. Every part of her is a reflection of the creation she has created. She extends herself as both male and female forms and continued as the process of creation continues. From her left eye, she brings forth the nature of the moon, or Soma, as it is called. From the right eye, she brings forward the sun. From the third eye in the center of her forehead, which is part of the nature of Agni, or fire, came Rudra, the destroyer of ignorance in the universe, and Saraswati the goddess for knowledge, wisdom. Lalita Devi directs the entire creation. She creates everything. From her long, dark hair, she's created darkness, the nights. From her eyes, she's created the sun, the moon, and fire. From the jewelry hanging in front of her forehead came the stars, a pendant from, that issued forth the luminous sky, the magnificent sky of stars. From the chain above her forehead came the nine planets, and from her eyebrows you created the penal code. From her breath alone 
came the entire wisdom housed in the Vedas. From her speech, she has created poetry and plays. From her chin, she's created the Veda Angas, meaning the smaller, shorter Vedas. From the three lines that decorate her neck, she created the main body of Vedas called Shastras. From her breasts, she's put forth the mountains of our universe, and from her mind, the power of awareness. From her fingernails, she's created the ten incarnations of the preserver of the universe called Vishnu. And from her palm, she's created the junctures of the days and seasons called the Sandhyas. From her heart, she's created Baladevi of strength. And from her buddhi, her higher intellect, she's created Shamala Devi. From her ego, she's created Varahi Devi. And from her smile came the creation of Vigneshwara. From the Ankusha, this special hook that she has, one of her four weapons, She's created Sampatkari Devi. And from the noose, which is also one of her weaponry, she's created Ashwarudha Devi. From her cheeks came Nakula Shwari Devi. And from her Kundalini Shakti, she created the great Gayatri, the goddess Gayatri. From the eight wheels of the Chakra Raja chariot that she came into the universe with, she's created the eight gods or devatas. And in the ninth plinth or landing, in the Bindu Pitham, meaning the temple of her own third eye, she herself sits. She's seated. Her throne is there. Imagine that the description continues and in just understanding her nitya emanations in the waning and the waxing especially phases of the moon, we can begin to once again connect to the indelible, immutable power of the great Goddess Mother, beauty beyond beauty, and we can reclaim the rubied and pearlized beauty of her being in ourselves as women, especially in ourselves as women. Thank you. Peace be your journey.